0: And here are your homeroom announcements. What's good, class? Welcome back to Scooter Podcast, episode 16, where we are talking aligning your passion with your purpose. Uh, I can't wait. Listen, before you guys, before we even do it, I'm going to go ahead and get it to myself. It has been a long time coming. This episode was recorded back in December of 2021, It is now March of 2022, Q1 kicked my ass, okay? So we are back here being more consistent, being more on it, no more slipping and dipping and tripping, you feel me? But listen, episode 16, I have so much in store for you guys, it was recorded live in Richmond literally in my hometown my home neighborhood i'm super excited everybody came out my friends and family i have friends who traveled it was live we did an interview q a we had some inspiration going on activities it was just a good time and even a special performance so i can't wait to you guys stay tuned for the last few minutes of the podcast we have a special performance for you guys and if y'all feeling it we definitely do more episode 16 i'm tired of talking i want to drop my intro And don't be late before I will give on your. Oh, life lessons with every session, keeping it real. I'm packing the truth so we can help each other heal. Trust talking with a whole lot of sass. Don't forget your pen and paper because it's time to start this class. What you know? What you know it's a podcast. channel you know, the whole class. Works. Good class. Welcome back to episode 16. Aligning your passion with your purpose. Sunny School of Podcast. Super excited to be here. Y'all, it's been a long little break. It has been a long little break, but I'm not gonna spend time. I'm not gonna even wrap y'all up too much in the beginning of this episode because it's a live broadcast. I actually did it live, but I just want to kind of give you guys a brief, a little up to date, so you guys know. Episode 16 was my one year celebration of Sunday Scooter Podcast. Sunday Scooter Podcast launched October 16th of 2020, and I was. You know, I came home. I was telling my homegirl, like, around... I want to say it was around, like, Christmas. I mean, not Christmas. On Thanksgiving break. I came home and I was just telling her, like, you know, I celebrated the year my podcast and I didn't even do nothing. Like, I hate myself for not doing anything for it. Da, da, da. Now it's November. It's, like, kind of past the point. And She just was like, no, it's not. We can do a live broadcast at Brewers. I got to connect, started making things happen. So, huge shout-out to Dana for really working to make this happen for me. Dana was reaching out to my friends. Like, Dana was doing everything. If you guys are looking for an event planner in the city, reach out to Dana. Seven, I mean, not 757, 804, but it, hey, she may travel. She's a doula. She's dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to save you for a Forbes feature assist, but shout out to her. And then also a huge shout out to my best friend, Alex, for sponsoring everything for the event, all of the materials and stuff like that. I could not have done this without the both of you guys. So a huge shout out. But like back into the story, um, you know, she just was like, no, absolutely. You need to celebrate it. You need to do it. And literally, this came later, like literally a month, not even a whole month later. Sunday school the podcast, live recording, episode 16, Aligning Your Passion with Your Purpose was, was being taken care of. So I'm just super grateful. Um my family came out, my friends came out, y'all. I flew into um I flew into Richmond, I wanna say on the 21st, just to give myself some time to get my mind right, do some running around. Yo, it is so much work trying to do stuff like this. And I'm not, I didn't think that it wasn't gonna be a lot of work. Of course, I'm worried my anxiety is going crazy. I want to make sure that the audio is right. I want to make sure that, you know, I got all the materials. I want to make sure all this. I want to I'm putting on an event by myself, like, you know what I'm saying, with the help of my friends and stuff like that. But like, I want to make sure that at the end of the day, you gotta worry about two things: the physical structure, making sure that like things kind of go in line the way they're supposed to. And then not only that, but the content that you're putting out. Like, what, what are you even talking about? So you're going to make sure everything look nice and fancy and stuff like that. But, like, what is the root? You need to be putting the time into the message that you're trying to convey. So, huh, I was just kind of all over the place getting that together. But another huge shout-out to my nephew, Rajay, and my little cousin, Zayda. And they literally were my road dogs. They were helping me set stuff up. I was telling them what to do. Put that over there. Help us up over here. Cut that over there. Do that over there. Duh, 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 duh. So, shout-out to my, my my young boys. So, I love you guys so much. And thank you all. You know what I'm saying? For just always kind of just being around me and just being down for me. But y'all, episode 16, aligning your passion with your purpose. So I felt that this is super important to really kind of like make sure I cover the episode because I constantly struggle with aligning my passion, with my purpose time and time again. I know, and you guys will hear later on that in due time, they will just, they're just going to, that was me cutting my hands. They're just going to match. They're just going to match. I already know. So I feel like my passion right? And what is the difference between your passion and your purpose? I feel like a passion is something that you love doing. It's something that you are passionate about, something that you feel very inclined to, that you feel very pulled to, no matter the situation, the atmosphere, the circumstance. At some point, some way you always draw yourself back to what it is that that calling is, right? My passion is media. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's TV, it's radio, it's television. I feel like it is my God-given natural talent to just be able to go and speak in front of, in front of what? Go able to speak in front of multiple forms of people, old people, young people, foreign people, you know what I'm saying? Like weird people, strange people, uh, crooked people, good people, all types of people. Like I love people, you know what I'm saying? So being able to kind of just be creative through those works. Be creative through video. Be creative through audio works. Being blessed to know that this is my thing and being able to put on, be put on a platform where I can allow other people to grow or, you know what I'm saying, through my through my transgressions or be able to grow through my transparency, like, you know what I'm saying, the things that it is that I was able to show. So I feel like media is my steeze. I want to work in television. I want to be a director, producer. You know, I love radio. I would love to be on a radio one day. This is literally my stepping stone to that. So... We, we is speaking to God, God, I am speaking it. Okay. But either way, that is my passion. Something I could do endlessly, something this I don't get paid for this podcast, like, but I'm here doing it because I love it. I am passionate about being able to put together creative works, right? In the form of writing, audio, and visual. TV, writing, and uh, radio. Yep. Boom. That's my passion. Now I feel like my purpose is what I was placed on earth to do, right? I feel like it's something that is a, it's an, another talent, another gift that I was placed directly on this world to impact alongside with speaking the word of God and being able to bring people closer to God through my journey. I also feel like my purpose is education. I don't, and it's crazy because I don't, I, at one point I wanted to be a teacher, like when I was younger, but I don't want to be a teacher anymore because I feel like there's different ways Of educating them alongside coursework. You know what I'm saying? There's different ways to educate somebody than making them take a pop quiz. And of course, long term, I still want, I would still love to be a professor, like on a college campus. Like long term, I would love to do that. So I just feel like being able to be in a place, like, Like at Norfolk State, being a resident director, being an RA when I was in school, like being able to be in positions of leadership to educate people, you know what I'm saying? And let's get our minds out of education, ABC, one, two, three, it has to take place in a school. It doesn't necessarily have to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I love the youth. I feel like working with people, working with the youth and educating people on, or it could be something as simple as an argument. You know what I'm saying? So you don't understand that this person is saying that the sky is blue, but this person don't understand that, that you're saying that the sky is navy blue. Because you're saying it's sky blue. And the both of you guys are right. You know what I'm saying? It's just that two two different parts of the sky, one is navy blue, one is sky blue. It's being able to be that middle person to help people kind of understand communication. So y'all know how big communication is for me. But I feel like that is my purpose. I was put on this, this earth to help communicate and help educate. You know what I'm saying? So finding a way, right, to align your passion with your purpose, which I feel like in long term they're going to come right together, right? So that's what we're talking about in episode 16, figuring out what it is that you're passionate about, figuring out what it is that your purpose is. And some people don't know that, and that is okay. Right now, I'm challenging you guys to think about it. What is something that you can do endlessly all the time for free? You love it, right? And how are ways that we can kind of transform that into a career? What are ways we could transform that into a hobby? It doesn't always have to make you money. You know what I'm saying? It could be something that just be some type of outlet for you, some type of like, hobby for you, some type of talent that you're able to express yourself and things of that nature. So that's the idea and the mindset I want you guys to have going into this episode. So on this episode, I have... Calvin here with me from Blue Claw Radio. He is the CEO and founder of Blue Claw Radio. So he is one of my sponsors. In addition to Ashley from Tones of Melanin, CEO and founder of Tones of Melanin. I can't wait for you guys to be able to hear a little bit more through their stories. And shout out to them for being able to just come through in the clutch. I'm so grateful for just everything. Huge shout out to Tillman for my flyer. Huge shout out to Calvin for being able, Calvin Henson for being able to perform for us at the end of the show Shout out to the whole Tones team. Shout out to Lowe. Shout out to Raven. Shout out to Micah. Shout out to literally Natasha. Everybody. Everybody on the Tones team. I don't even want to see her start naming names. Lord for I forget. Lord for I forget now. But I'm just grateful for all my Richmond family and friends. I'm grateful for Brewers, AJ, and his son for hosting us. I'm just grateful for um. I'm grateful for the DJ and, like, I'm grateful for everybody who had a hand in putting this together. I don't think that I missed anyone, but every single person who supported me reposted the flyer, who always showing love. This episode is for you guys. We are celebrating one year of Sunday Scooter Podcast. I can't wait to go even higher for year two. I can't wait to kind of see what are some more things that we unpacked, but we are here, y'all. This, literally, all the things that kind of led up to this episode were normal things, being all over the place, last minute, procrastinating. Running around, scrambling, grabbing ass, grabbing ass, setting up, woo, woo, woo. You know what I'm saying? Um, so all of those definitely kind of came into making, you know, making this uh, episode. But I also kind of wanted to just give you guys like a snippet. Like I didn't edit none of this, right? So I think only one piece towards the end that um that I cut out, and that's when we act on part two when you guys are gonna hear because there's two parts. So um, there's an intro part, not intro part, a beginning part, and then I'll come back and then like a the ending part. But I think I cut out like one of the activities because I just didn't felt it was necessary for you guys to have to hear all of that. But um, ooh, yeah. I didn't think it was necessary for you guys. to. Oh my bad, some mic issues. It was necessary for you guys to hear all of that. So I cut that out. But other than that, like the, in, the interruptions, the speaking out of turn, <laughs> the noise in the background. At one point, y'all going to hear like this machine. Like, and I think it was like the bagel cutting machine. I don't know what it was, but I wanted to keep it as authentic and as natural as possible. So I hope you guys enjoy my ghetto crazy little family speaking out of turn. You know what I'm saying? People speaking. You know what I'm saying? And shout out, huge shout out to Calvin. I appreciate you so much, Calvin Clark, um, for being able to make sure that I was able to understand that I still needed to record this because I was almost not about to record this episode, y'all. I really wasn't about to because I, I had too much going on. I was on live on one phone, using somebody else's, you know what I'm saying, phone for something else. He wasn't able to really set up the audio to configure it in time enough for me to be able to figure out how to do a real live broadcast. So it's almost like a a little hood live broadcast, but y'all still going to get the content, y'all, content, y'all still going to hear the message. <laughs> and that's going to be that. And when we grow and get there, we going to get there. But um, huge shout out to you, Calvin. I appreciate you so much for making sure I knew the importance of recording this. And I couldn't be more grateful. Like now that I listen to it, this has easily become one of my, I can say literally every episode is one of my favorite episodes, but literally just the way this one is structured, it's definitely one of my favorite episodes. And I just couldn't imagine like not having to record it. So shout out to you, Calvin. Appreciate you. Shout out to everybody Again, episode 16 live broadcast we will go ahead and get into part one ain't no need to talking no more enjoy and we're gonna go ahead and get started so these are my two sponsors so you guys say hey sponsors hey, hey sponsors. I like that I like that I like that okay so right here I have Calvin from Blue Cloud Radio he's the CEO of Blue Cloud Radio then I have Asti here who's the CEO of Tones and Melonite. We're going to get into, I'm not going to say too much about them because they're going to say it about themselves as I ask them questions. So y'all give it up for my sponsors. Give it up for Ashley and Callie. All right, guys. So they have a microphone. Can y'all hear me? Of course. Cool. I thought so. Of course. <laughs> I know. I thought so. They, they can probably hear me across the street. <laughs> so all right, guys. So first and foremost, thank you guys for being here with me. Thank y'all you. know, y'all know, they know. Okay. So um first and foremost I want you guys to introduce yourself. So Calvin, tell the the audience a little bit about yourself, what is it that you do, a little about Blue Cloud Radio, and why started.
1: Okay, um my name's Calvin Clark. I'm on social now I start going by Coach Cal. Um, I run a digital media marketing agency. Hey, I hate you. the
0: microphone. Hey, That's hate shit That should I you hate I hate to hear my voice back,
1: But I have a digital media marketing agency called Blue Cloud Radio. Blue is because I'm a Sigma. Cloud is because I used to smoke real heavy in college. (laughs) I would have never known that. Yeah, it it was bad. Um, And radio, just because, like, the nostalgic thing of music, like how you know there's, like, Airsten Records and Job Records. There's no more of those type of things, but radio is kind of like that nostalgic thing now because nobody really listens to radio. Um, But with my app, I have, like,
2: Yes, oh, my, my they,
0: she yeah, worked yeah. at the radio station. Shout out to iPower ninety two point one. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Radio One, Urban One. You I heard apologize, what I said. but but
1: in mass though, you you understand what I mean, like in mass. Though. Okay, don't beat me up. Yeah, I promise you. Like, be too. We'll, yeah. we'll 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 that from the audience. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of where I stand with that. Like my whole goal. Like I'm gonna kind of talk quick, so I, I can get a little more. No, on. you're good. But um, my biggest thing when I was in college, I just knew I was gonna be like the next Timberland and Pharrell mm-hmm. making beats. But like in college, there's like 50 people that make beats in the same dorm. Yeah. Um. So after a <laughs> while, I had a website where people that were on my beats were hosted on there. Then after a while, people was like, "Well, I'm not on your beat, but can I put my song in your website?" And that's mm-hmm. back when Worldstar was really popping. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Hey, there's kind of like an infrastructure, and, like a void right there." Um, Worldstar is just kind of ratchet, and Shade Room is real shady, so I decided to build a platform, and long story short, I did my Googles, hired some people, wasted some money, but I figured out and developed an app, so my goal now is just to promote the best of black culture. Um, The other side of that, when it comes down to digital, I do um, digital media, so social media management, Um, and that's probably one of the biggest tools that that the brand's doing right now. Awesome,
0: awesome, good
3: stuff. All
0: right, Ashley?
3: <laughs> Maybe because you kinda close to the speaker. Yeah, yeah. Um, my name is Ashley Jones. I'm the owner of Tones of Melon. Um Tones of Melon is a
0: HBCU inspired clothing line. Um,
3: Actually, terrible, Y'all have to stop talking out of out of class. Be you raise your hand. <laughs> um, <Not> Tones, <laughs> Tones of Melon is a HBCU inspired clothing line. Our goal is to keep our African American kids in African American colleges, as we all know. Um a few years ago, like a lot of colleges were closing, so my goal is that another you won't like close underneath my watch um yeah that's it
0: basically thank you so yeah y'all can keep it there yeah so basically tell us a little bit about your your brand so we know that we know about ashley now we know about calvin right so what is the depth of blue cloud radio what exactly do tones of melanin do outside of knowing that it's a t-shirt line or knowing that it's a it's app what's your what is your goal for your
1: brand? So with Blue Cloud Radio my goal is really to promote the creators of the culture. A lot of times like we see people that are talented whether it may be Calvin that plays guitar, it may be so and so that can draw. Right. Um, we don't see enough of the people that we can reach across being cross-promoted. Like yeah we still like advertise like Cardi has a new song, Meg has a new song, Diddy did XYZ but if we add Cardi, Meg, Diddy 50 times they're never gonna notice it. Whereas right. if I hit up jazz just twice, it's like, oh I'm lit. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of small black businesses just need is just that cross promotion. Right. Um and just that way where other people can see pretty much by diversifying your content on multiple platforms. Got it. Right. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um You said
0: goal, correct? Yeah. So like what is what is the purpose? I know you said your goal is to stop the um prom- like stop the promotion of HBCU's getting shut down but what what is what is Tones and Melon like what, what do you want people to know about Tones of Melon like? um we're for the culture
3: we're for the culture by the culture um we're the leading black brand out we're here to take over Nike we're here to mm-hmm. take over Adidas mm-hmm. Under Armour they all got these contracts with these, with these black colleges that don't really give, give a crap about any black athletes they don't give a darn about these schools they just go in there they they spring a little bit of money but they're not doing anything in the community So we want to tie into the community as well. I want to provide jobs to HBCU students, um, become a haven, uh, essentially, for black media. Like, I really want it to be more than just clothing. It's going to be media, it's going to be marketing, it's going to be sports, it's going to be all of that. Uh, So we want to be an all-in-one for all things HBCU. There we go.
0: So I want to ask you guys, early Blue Cloud Radio, early Tones of Melanin, what did that look like? How did you, like, outside of the fact that you're Sigma Mm -hmm. and you blew down heavy in college, Mm -hmm. right? What what was the drive? We're talking about passion, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about how our passion can along with our purpose, right? So what was the drive? Like, what made you just be like, because you had businesses before, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure you've had businesses and endeavors before. But what made you latch and clink to this one and want to drive it all the way?
1: Uh, personally, I felt a void just again just like with content of black media like okay. that's why I love like okay, doing negative. yeah mm-hmm. like that's why I love doing social media management like I, we only do social media management for black owned businesses mm-hmm. um there's so much content that's out of that field that's not being broadcasted I and when I have the opportunity to do social media ironically I work with past as well so doing social media mm-hmm. for a brand like that like the whole thing is that we're encompassing the the best of black culture, so that ties right into what my mission and goal is with Blue Hot
2: Radio. All right, see. All
3: right. Um, I would say starting off, my driving force was at you know, you go to to an HBCU bookstore and their polos in there. Like I'm tw- at that time, I'm 22, 23. I don't want to wear no polo, and the polo eighty dollars. I wanted something that I would actually wear in public, not something just you know I'm going to the game. No, like something that that you would want to wear every day. That's that's good quality, that's affordable. That that was the biggest thing. Starting off was affordable. Um Things are extremely overpriced, and the quality isn't there. So we're hoping. No, we're not hoping. We do. We we, we, we have high quality, we have good pricing, and we're, we're marketing to all age brackets. You know, the, the college students that's currently in school, the ones who just graduated, and the an alum as well. That's right. All right, there we
0: go. So, I want to ask you, Calvin, what is your passion? What is your passion? Outside of Blue Cloud Radio, because although that's your business, of course that aligns, but what, what is your passion? What do you feel like you love doing, you could do endlessly, all the time? It's... <laughs>
1: it's kind of sickening now but social media like that's
0: crazy I it's, couldn't... it's very
1: very tiring yeah. um because it, there's content always moving oh, but bro. i just love just new content i love absorbing content i love sharing content like if you see like my dms it's crazy i'm sending myself content i'm sending it to my I friends and family like i just love new dope content especially seeing black creatives do different things so yeah. Um, that's, that's kind of where I get my rocks off. All
0: right, there we go. So, in case you guys don't know, this is a sidebar, right? Calvin manages Ashley's business social media page, okay? And he does a phenomenal, like, I can't, I can't. The page was on my phone at one point, and I was like, oh my God, when I got... Somehow, I got, oh, I got a new phone and it didn't carry over. I was like, Vingo. that's okay. <laughs> I was like, that's okay. He, he does a great job. So what's your passion? What's your passion? What do you love? I love to
3: have an idea in my head and then actually like seeing it in person. Mm. By trade, I'm a graphic designer, so I design. So I love to like, you know, I'm thinking of something like, okay, this is how I want it to look. And then putting it on the the screen and going from the screen to going to my manufacturers and then getting like getting it in my hand. Like this really just like literally came out of my brain and I can actually feel, touch, and then seeing other people's reaction from it. It's like, okay, I know I like it, but seeing somebody
0: else like it's like, okay, I'm doing something right. Right, that's right. So, how how do you know what your passion is? I mean, what your purpose is?
1: Excuse me. Uh, I think it's. I know how you're speaking on like your yeah. your passion and your purpose. Like I feel like finally in life they kind of okay. align for me. Yeah,
2: I agree. Um, I agree. I, I agree.
1: It's the thing that I wake up wanting to do. It's the right. thing that always bugs me and like just the fact that like I'm a self burnout. Like how we we're talking about on the website, like. On, on a podcast like episode 15,
0: yeah, out, yeah, it's, is it's out now. a crazy. Episode, um, <laughs>
1: but I think that's that's the thing that wakes me up. I wake up thinking about media, I, I wake up thinking about content, I wake up thinking about okay, well, how can this person be seen? How come nobody knows about this person? Right, so, yeah.
3: right,
1: okay, cool. Good
3: stuff. Um, I personally believe that your job is not always your purpose. I agree for myself, I feel like, I hope that, well, I think my purpose is to draw people to God, but in, in different aspects That's than right. normal. Um, I get it a lot of times, like for instance, me and Raven, we were on a call. So we're in Belt department stores right now. We were in a, on a call.
0: And we got more department stores coming, baby.
3: <laughs> we were on the on a call with uh, the senior vice president of Belt, and she, you know, the order's going through at this point and we're just getting like the last minute details together. And she asked, "How did y'all make it happen?" And I was like, "Only God. Like yeah. it couldn't have been nothing else. I didn't have the money. Like what they were asking for, I was like, I only had this in my shop. Like that was the only answer for it. So I believe that the people that I meet, I hope that I reflect God to them or give them a piece of that. I hope. I think that is my purpose here on earth is to reach people who don't might not see God in that light or see it. In, in, I guess yeah, in that light. So I think that's my purpose, and I just feel like each thing that I do is 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 drawing other people to, to God through that amen
0: yeah. I love that. okay so I want to know what are the benefits behind what it is that you do what joy do you get from drawing people closer to God what joy do you get from being able to promote black businesses and black excellence on social media what joy does it bring you
1: uh just that new discovery because again coming from college like I know it's like where someone hears my music for the first time like like think about it, the first time someone actually gave you like a, a, a feedback on your podcast without you asking, that that floors you right there. So yeah. I think that discovery is is a big thing. Um, yeah, that that's kind of the thing. It brings you, it keeps you going. Um, All yeah. right,
3: okay. Um, I think that uh, I help provide hope. Hope Diller, shout out to Ravens. Shout out to Ravens. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I, I'm I'm people know me like I'm 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 accessible. If you text me, I'm gonna text back if I'm not busy. You hit me up i'm gonna contact you back so i'm accessible so i think a lot of people are like people that i went to college with or anybody that's been in line with me or been attached to me they see the growth right. in the business so it's like if she can do it i can do it as well like this yeah. is achievable so i think i, pro- I hope I, that i pro- provide
0: hope girl no you, do. You, you you okay i was i was gonna save this to to like towards the end but i'm gonna give you guys like a little uh, snippet so um years ago, right? Ashley's my line sister. So we all are Norfolk State Spartans. So shout out to the Spartans up in here. Shout out to all our HBCUs. shout out to all the graduates. Um, Behold, the green, green and gold. gold. Yeah, I know. I was going to say it because I was like, if they trying to be dropped. I'm going to Behold, the, the green and gold. There yeah, you go, baby. you go. So, what'd you say? VU. Be- be- yeah, you be- even now. Be- are- quickly um years ago i remember when um Ashley and i were first talking about like tones of melody um she she has multiple businesses okay so let's just start there rising but around. we had rising yeah that's where the, listen we're we gonna <laughs> go yeah. back to telling, we gonna we're gonna take it all the way back <laughs> but i remember vividly right um we then so with her greek clothing line which is bbub which was BBUBs coming back y'all stay tuned but um We went to AGP. And for some of you guys who may not know what AGP is, AGP is Atlanta Greek Picnic. It's a really, really big deal. If I could compare it to something, I'll probably compare it to, like, Two Street, or, like, the festival here, Second Street Festival. Something where, like, people come out. Now, green, that's a local thing, but, like, people come from all over to this event. So, we're vending. We out there. But this is my first time vending Tones of Melanin. Like, we out. It's in the middle of, what, June? Like, they give me a ride. In the middle... Of June, July, and we're in Don't Atlanta yeah. outside, outside, outside oh, all day on Morris Brown College. So hot. we're like, we're like, we what? We what? Hot, done. Yeah, Extremely yeah. hot. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Hot. hot. We were hot. We were sweaty. It was. Only- <laughs> you late? gotta get put out. I'm playing. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's extremely hot. So it was me, you, Roz. Was it just us? I I believe so. I think it was just it was just us. So and we're working, we're working, we're working, you know, we, we made good money, everything went well. Ashley always pays us out at the end. You know what I'm saying? So kick you a little bread just to, you know, thank you for helping me bless you or whatever. When she gave me the money, she said, I'm like, ah, you know me, like I
3: I need to think things off. See,
0: you know, I'm just here to help you. Just, like, just like, I'm just here to help. You. Like but she was like, "Nah, I'll take it." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is my first time. So, when I got the money, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like a little fifty dollars or something. But it won't a little bit of fifty dollars. It was a little bit more than that, you know. So I'm like, dang, I kind of feel guilty taking the bread. But when she gave it to me, she said, "Use it for something that could be helpful to you." Basically, right. it wasn't the exact word, but she was like. Use it for something that's going to be good for you. Like, use it. You ain't got to think about it now, but just use it wisely, basically, right? right. No lie. I put this on my life. And I'm going to, um, I have the picture on my phone still to this day. I couldn't find it fast enough. But literally, I held on to that money until I started this podcast. Wow. Mm. And I purchased my equipment with that money. Yeah. So, oh. I just. I I never told you that. I <laughs> I was. I was trying to think of like a moment to make it super special at some point. And I feel like today was just like perfect because like here we go full circle. You know what I'm saying? Now you're here on my show with, you know what I'm saying? With something that you rooted in me. So, and if you guys don't know, I'm the digital media um, curator for Tones of Bellin. So I'm on the page. She's one of the people who are helping me align my passion and my purpose. That media piece with the education piece. So I I just wanted to thank you for that. But you don't question yourself about the joy because you're doing what it is that needs to be done. Calvin. Real quick, this literally just happened. He's like, yo, how you gonna get the audio for, for the podcast? I'm like, bruh, I don't need no. <laughs> I was just gonna figure, I was gonna jug and figure it out. Like, today literally just did not go as I planned. Like, nothing went as planned. Almost okay, to the fact that all victory. y'all are here. Huh? It was victory. I know, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> it was, so victory is mine. But, literally, he just was like, listen, you need to make sure that you got, like, some audio for your, for your actual podcast. Because it got to a point where I was just gonna do this, on free ball and figure out and recap episode 16 and just like you know get sound bits and stuff like that but he was like nah I got you and right now he's recording on his phone so that way I can make sure I have some type of audio content so don't worry about like you guys are doing what it is that need to be done y'all have been helping me out in my projects literally go ahead. Go
2: ahead. Yes, go, go
0: ahead. so we we're gonna wrap this part up really quickly and then I'm gonna give you guys a break so y'all gonna have like a cool 10-15 minute break really quickly Raven and Calvin can y'all stand up for me real quick Face the class. All right. <coughs> y'all see this? And right next to, the, to Raven and uh, Calvin, we have Blue Claw Radio. So we have Blue Claw Radio Chucker heads. And then we got Tones of Melanin material on. So right here we got our hockey jerseys. And then we got our windbreaker, Not windbreakers. Our um, pullovers. Thank you, Lord. Our pullovers. So y'all make sure y'all are shopping. Y'all are showing love to Blue Claw Radio and Tones of Melanin. I'm going to give you guys like a 15-minute break. When we come back, we're doing a what? ice, ice,
2: breaker. <laughs> and then we're going to do another
0: interactive activity. So you guys all have a piece of paper in your folder. A piece of cardstock, okay? Can somebody tell me, can, somebody, oh, can I have a volunteer, please? Have a volunteer class? Have a volunteer? Thank you, Calvin. So if I say, if I say, fold this hamburger style, what does that look like? Thank you. Good job. Y'all give for Calvin. <laughs> so, everybody take your cardstock hamburger style. All right? Y'all got 15 minutes. The bar. Head to the bar. Get y'all some drink, Get y'all something to eat. got to press the bagel. They don't press the bagel. And we're going to come back in about 15, 10 to 15. We got here. Ice, ice breaker. Dun, 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 dun. We back, okay? All right. All right, guys, so we are about to head up on part two. As you guys can hear in the background, it is <laughs> it is vanilla ice, 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 baby. Um, so what I did was I came up with this idea to, like, whenever you hear this, ice, ice, baby. But I remixed it and made it like ice, ice, breaker. Ice, ice, ice breaker. So brought us back together by doing the icebreaker, so... You know, but um, okay, so I ain't even gonna ramble too much, but y'all heard part one. Let's go ahead and get into part two, where all the action is. We're wrapping up, you know what I'm saying, um, being able to understand your passion versus your purpose through Tones of Melanin, through Ashley, and through Blue Cloud Radio, through Calvin. So stay tuned for part two. Here we go. Tones of Melanin and Blue Cloud Radio. Um, early in the first part, right, we kind of discussed... The pleasures, we kind of discussed our passion, our purpose, the things that serve us, the happy stuff, the good stuff, the super good stuff about business, right? We didn't talk about the ugly stuff about business. We didn't talk about the hard parts. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) we didn't didn't talk about the hard parts. And all the while, sometimes I don't necessarily consider myself an entrepreneur because I feel like it doesn't necessarily pay for my living. But... Managing my podcast literally from top to bottom has given me so much more respect for Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, for business people, for people who kind of get their stuff off the ground and you run it yourself. Because if you run it yourself, you're working 24 hours because you're going to always be working for yourself. Always. You may not work for the man. You may not show up and, and clock in somewhere else but you're always going to be working on yourself. So the same self-work that we do within ourselves, like fix bad habits or fix our speech or, you know what I'm saying, like cut things out that we don't want to do anymore, you're going to always do that. So as an entrepreneur, shout out to all the entrepreneurs, all the side hustles, everybody who got businesses. It's going to be a part. At the end of this um, segment, we're going to do a full feature, which is one of my um, segments on the podcast where you guys can kind of shout yourselves out, let everybody know what it is that you do. But we're going to kind of go ahead and get into the second part. So I wanted to ask you guys, what are some of the behind the scenes struggles that you have experienced or are currently experiencing with your business or getting your business off the ground to where it is now?
1: I think we could go for days for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but just to kind of recap on the last thing you said about entrepreneurs, like you're you're working for yourself, you're not. You're working for your, your client, you're working for mm. your customers. So even though like I contract and work for so Thomas and I work for an ABC client. Like, I work for them. You're right. So, the biggest thing now that I'm working on is, like, it's transforming or pivoting from being an entrepreneur to a full boss. Like, I want to work on the business and not in the business. And I think that's a real big pivot that I'm doing for the upcoming year. Good stuff. Um, but what was the question again?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, like felt, what yeah. are some? I love it though because I really be like, i have in my head like, dang, I don't forgot. But let's yeah, just, keep, just, keep and smile. just keep talking this time. Just keep talking this time. But yeah. I said, what are some of the behind the scenes struggles? Like, what are some of the things that? Like I said, it's glorified. Like, for example, we could come in here and see this beautiful shop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is so dope, this is so dope. But I know there was a story behind this. You know what I'm saying? It, it may not have always been the easiest thing to be able to, to get this or, or make it yours. So what are some of the struggles that you have experienced with Blue Cloud Radio or getting that off the ground? And same for Tones of Melanin.
1: I think time management is a huge thing. Okay. Like anything in business, time management comes a big part of it. Um, promotion and marketing your business. Like... Mm-hmm. Ads work well, but there's nothing like shaking a hand and in, right. in real in real person like live. Right. Um, I think doing pop ups are a great thing for like a set for like an earlier business. Like Ashley does it with tones, but at this point, like it's got to be big boy for Ashley to do yeah, it. And yeah. I a thousand percent understand like certain places when I do pop ups, it's just kind of not value on time, right. especially for how many like the, like how many products I'm bringing out. So right, right. I think that's the big thing, but. I think just marketing the business and then the fact that you have to keep going yeah. but the consistency is everything. That's true. Um, like they always talk about like quantity over quality, I mean uh, quality over quantity but I think, I'm, I am def- I I say the difference, like okay. I'd rather say quantity because that's going to build your quality because okay. the okay. more that you do something the better that you're going to get out. You're going to learn what's bad content or you're going to learn what's that's a true. bad product or whatever the case is. Cause if Ash only drops two things per year, like one of those probably didn't hit. Right. But now she's sitting with a skew, that was whack. And then two other ones, she's trying to recapture off of what that first one does. So right. um still making more skews, still doing more quantity so you can get your quality. Good stuff.
0: I've never heard it like that before. So yeah, that was that was that was good. You got to would be like hold your flaws until the last thing you, know. you know, I'm not I'm messing with you. Yes. Yeah, so what are some of the struggles? What were some of the, the hardest parts that getting Tones Melody off the ground? Trying to wear every hat. Mm. Um, mm. Trying to do everything from beginning to end. Um, that's
3: a part of my, my personal thing as well, letting go of control. Um, talking believing about the that. people that know around you, your team. Like, you're my team for a reason. That's right. So, if you're my team, but I trust you. Like, letting go and letting people handle it. When you, you say, you got it, you got it. If you don't have it, it's time. I'm going to show you how to get it the right way, or we're going to pivot and move. But... Um, and then also with any black business, I think funding is a huge mm. one. People don't talk about, um, like, um, it's crazy because I, I had a, a family friend and she was like, why don't you just get your parents to put money in it. And I'm like,
1: it's not like that. Ain't
3: to <laughs> too many parents got an extra fifty, sixty, seventy thousand $70,000 to dish out for a new business. That's right. So a lot of times we're funding it ourselves and corporations, they don't want to give you money. Um, especially I'm young so yeah. I'm 28 my credit ain't that long it only mm-hmm. be but so long right so funding is a huge thing um black businesses we don't get funding and that's another personal goal of mine is showing other businesses how to get funding because it's hard like you want these great things but if you don't got the money to do it then right your ceiling is where your where your funds are right. so that's
0: true. I would say
3: that's the biggest biggest challenge
0: this a, I, I want to say what do you guys personally right as a boss so this kind this this question is kind of similar to the last one. The last one is more so about your business. Like, what are some of the hardest things that you had to kind of encounter with your business? As a boss, as an entrepreneurship, as an entrepreneur, what do you feel like is the hardest part of entrepreneurship, personally?
1: Uh, I'll still say again, time management. Okay. Um, <laughs> the sense of perfection, like everybody wants to do things like, I think we always try to give ourselves more tasks than what we can control ourselves. Absolutely. So I think that's a big thing that when it comes to, for me as far as, like, what I kind of struggle with far as, like, right. being an entrepreneur slash boss. Okay, let's go. Um, customer
3: service is very hard. Um, I love my people, but we complain a lot. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten a thousand one email saying, hey, I have a loose string. I want my money back. And it's just like, cut your string off. Like, yeah. it ain't that big yeah. of a deal. So customer service... Um, we're a spoiled generation. Amazon has spoiled us. We think we're gonna get everything in two days, two days flat. The we're expecting Chick Fil A quality. Yes, ma'am. I mean, I'm always gonna say yes, ma'am. No, no, ma'am. All right, that stuff. Right. But that's a hard one. Like, um, we don't give each other grace. Mm. Um, African American people with African American businesses, we're expecting to go to a mom and pop shop and you're getting the same quality as going to a Macy's or a Bloomingdale's or something like that. And that that didn't happen overnight. Right. Um, so, like, yeah, right. I think
0: that's the biggest thing. That's a that's a that's a great thing. Sidebar, y'all. Episode fourteen, right? I was gonna do that on customer service. It's legit written, like no funny. This is my podcast book. Y'all see this right here? Episode fourteen. Thanks for calling. How may I help you? So y'all stay tuned because I didn't do it. I did a brain release. But y'all stay tuned for a customer service episode because I got a lot to say about being the consumer and the the person on the other side. I've been able to see both sides. But customer service is. I'm happy you touched on that because. That is a big thing and sometimes like yeah. it makes it hard i wouldn't say all the way hard but like you have to come into work every day right no matter what you went through as a person no matter what type of struggles you don't went through what type of day you having and put on a smile for somebody else you know what i'm saying yeah. and everybody don't know what everybody's going through yeah. you know what i'm saying so i had said something earlier i think to, to one of it was either you or you one of y'all i was talking and it was just like if Whatever it is that you was going through personally. No, it was on episode 14. It was in my brain release. Whatever that you're going through personally, all the struggles, all the hard things. If another person came to you and mirrored that exact thing, would your, would your attitude be the same? Mm. Mm. Right? Because sometimes we give people stuff not knowing what they're going through, but they could be going through exactly what it is that you're going through or worse. You know what I'm saying? Would your attitude be the same? Would you, would you check your attitude then? And then check your attitude before that and not knowing after the fact. So you hit you a trigger with that one because I would be on the phone like, like, um, excuse me. You know, like, you got to be patient. It's a lot that comes with customer service. So I'm really, I'm really happy you kind of spoke on that. So the next question is, at what moment or have you, not at what moment, have you ever felt or had a moment where you felt like you was just about, like, man, I don't even know. I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know if this is it. I don't even know if I want to continue. Maybe I'm not seeing the fruits of my labor. What moment was that for you? Have you ever had that moment? And if so, what moment was
1: that and how did you get past it? Sorry. So I think I doubted myself um, probably early last year. Like I knew that I was gonna leave my nine to five and I made really good money in my nine to five. Mm-hmm. But I was like, if I don't pursue this, I'm gonna be like 48 talking about I got this app idea. And I was like, I need to go full force with it and what I do with digital marketing. Right. Um, and I quit my job probably a week before the virus. and like a week later they shut everything down and like man i didn't i didn't know left from right (laughs) like but a lot of things just fell in fell in place like you do your outreach to get your clients but the biggest thing is that you make sure that you can kind of deliver but i think march of 2020 like my life was upside down out of nowhere and it just happened real quick um because i had clients that were already lined up but certain people like hey like pandemic I don't have no money yeah and like I, I learned a lot like you do contracts now you like contracts are everything whether it's a 6-12 month type of thing you have contingency plans you have late fees things like oh, that but
0: contingency
1: yeah so that's something that I had to kind of learn from and Ashley she she put me on a lot of games she don't even know it as well but just as far as me growing like the the marketing side of it just as far as like knowing your worth like Ashley raised my price so just kind of knowing that instead of like doing x amount of clients for a low amount of dollar like how about you have less clients and have a high dollar you know, item right. and give high value with that as well right um at this point like there's respect to all businesses no matter how big or small but personally i'm not interested in doing like something that's fairly new i need someone that's going to have like some skin in the game right. someone that that's been in business at least x amount of years and like at this point like we want to work with like six figure businesses that's right. um just because as at that point we want to give six figure results right.
0: so yeah so we can do it. thank you all right
3: um right after so i have a baby um she's 18 months uh right after mm-hmm. i had her i was like i don't know if this is it i kind of started doubting myself because i'm like i have a child now like what does this look like? I can't I'm not gonna say I can't can't keep living my dreams, but I didn't feel like I had a I didn't have a break. I feel mm. like I was I have i been I'm a graphic designer by church, like I told you all. I've been doing this since I was thirteen. I'm like, I've been doing this now. Mm. Oh you know, like I got like you said, skinny like, again, I've been doing yeah. this for years now and nothing seemed to break. Like I was like, mm. Where where's my big break coming? Like I know I'm working hard, I'm praying, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to have. Like I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, but I didn't get a break. I but I stayed patient. And um, I want to say, I can't remember what month that was. I think that was, like, maybe September. Um, a lot of people don't know. February, I lost all my licensing. I got it all back by March. Woo!
2: Okay, <laughs> I got all my
3: licensing back by That's March. That's a big deal, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I lost all my licensing in February. Got it back in March. And Belk hit me up. I want to say maybe two weeks after I got all my licensing. So it was like, it was honestly a God thing. Like yes. it took for me to lose everything for me to appreciate and get on my business. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, Amen. I came back and it was just like, whoa, like I was never, I had never envisioned yeah. myself being in stores. Like he it to me. Like I didn't yeah. go looking like, for it. Mm. So oh, cool, I was, just, so it was like kind of a, yeah, it was reassurance. Like, okay, you're doing the right thing. Like what's for you is for you. It's going to find you. Right. You That's never right. have to, you know, I mean, you gonna have to work hard for it. But it's gonna come to you. It ain't gonna be it's not gonna bring a lot of pain. It right. might bring hard work, but
0: not pain. Yep. Mm. Right. And not not just in stores. We're talking about selling out in stores. Okay? Yeah, like sure. in weeks. Like as soon as they on the shelf, they off the shelf. So you know, my Faith Over Fear, um, episodes five through no seven through nine. My Faith Over Fear series was me talking about my taking my leap of faith. Like, you scared like literally all of us can literally sit here and say that I don't know what was about to happen. I left yeah. my full time job in Norfolk State, my part time job at Wavy TV Ten, with comfortability. Uh, uh, at Norfolk State, I could have did almost anything I want. Security, yeah. that's what it was. But like and I said, works. I just felt like I was hitting <laughs> that glass ceiling. I was like, I cannot do this anymore. I cannot do this anymore. And even still, the, toying with the idea of coming back to Richmond and living here and just picking up here, I was like, ah, I don't know, if I can do that one either. You know what I'm saying? So taking a leap of faith, moving to Atlanta, and just. And just seeing and seeing what God got. Literally, my I got a job in the in the time in the laps before I moved to Atlanta. Quit my job December fourth, wavy November right before Thanksgiving. Norfolk State December fourth, got a job. Feb, it started February eighth. My last paycheck, my last day at Norfolk State. Um, I took my leave. My last day was February tenth. So literally, I'm still getting. You know what I'm saying? Like you, y'all have to fully, fully rely on God, yo. And I can sit here and preach y'all up all day, I know. but. Um, we were talking, me and Ashley had a conversation not too long ago, um, when we were vending this weekend, and we were talking about, uh, in Raven too, we were talking about, you know, the move, and sometimes, like, I get homesick, sometimes I want to be here, sometimes I feel like, y'all see, I'm hosting an event in Richmond, like, I'm not doing this in Atlanta, I'm doing it in Richmond, you know what I'm saying, this is my home, right. Virginia is my home, but sometimes, like I said, I said earlier, you, you, you doubt, you doubt, and you just like, man, Everybody can see it in me. Like, I'm carrying a lot of people with me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm carrying a lot of people with me, but sometimes you don't feel it, you don't see it, you don't know when that break coming. But you have to fully rely on God, and He's gonna carry you. So my faith has has went on a whole other level by moving because I wasn't able to make them step for them myself. He was carrying me. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted, I I, I love that y'all said that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like right at the, I yeah. would have lost my ease. And really? just, just trust the oh process my God, too. I, would have lost I think it.
1: that's a big part of it. said so what? Uh, Just trust the process, like you said, too. Um, Like, coming from, like, the Greek side, not to say too much, but... Yeah. Well, no, the the process is more so what's going to break you down to build you Mm. up. And I think we all get big-headed in in our business or big-headed in our talents or or whatever that we might do. But sometimes, like, when you're at your lowest, that's when the most that's when you really start using your resources that's when you really start like figuring things out yeah right. like at your lowest point that's when you realize like i didn't need xyz i don't need this many dollars to do that yep. like you, you learn how to figure things out at your lowest point that's true. that's
0: true so what is a typical work day what is it what does it look like right so <laughs> for for people who may go to work and clock in you know what i'm saying if you work at walmart if you work at a leasing office if you go to school you wake up get dressed go to school do your school work what does a typical work day look like for you guys
1: um, I I do early days because I pick up my son from school at three. Okay. So, I wake up at five. Okay. I'm at the gym by six. Um, then from there, like I'm doing bash content for for different clients. Mm-hmm. So,
0: break it down. I'm gonna say. Explain, so, yeah. please. <laughs>
1: so, bashing content. So, pretty much.
0: Definition. Yeah, Make sure y'all write these
1: down. That's <laughs> I aim to schedule a lot of content that goes like on different social media pages, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever the case may be. Um, so I do a lot of scheduled posts just because if you try to do it all manually, it's gonna, it's already time consuming, but it makes it way more time consuming. And like, I know Ashley, she was like, well, how about you just do it one day out of the week? You can't really do it like that just because yeah. like- Yeah, content is so, yeah, much. Content is so much. Much. Um, much. So it's either scheduling content, making content, Researching content, right. like research and hashtags, hashtags research, right. like there's a lot of research and like for anyone that's on social media, like think about how long it takes you to make a post. Mm-hmm. So on average, it probably takes you anywhere from about five minutes to probably about 20 minutes for one post.
0: Yeah, and looking for emojis. Yeah. Like hashtags, It would be a lot. It's a lot right? <laughs>
1: yeah. It's so, so imagine that on... I, I do the big four. So Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, and then I don't really do LinkedIn as much now. Sorry. But doing that across three platforms times X amount of clients. Oh. So so imagine if you have eight clients oh. doing that for each client. That's so it it becomes a lot. Um, but just researching um, a lot of meetings now for, like, outreach. But now I'm learning now to set out certain days. Only these days you can reach to me as far as, like, for any outreach or if we want to discuss like a, a new contract or something. Um, and then now I kind of bumped into like the event space thing with my office, so yes. yeah, um, yeah. We gonna
0: be in Norfolk? So, yeah. We are gonna be in Norfolk. I got a home in Richmond and in Norfolk, so yeah. we gonna do some events out there too. For sure. So average day, what does a what work day look like you? Um, CEO, Tones about you. Average day, uh,
3: I come into the warehouse. Um, I typically print orders, get it ready for our print specialist, get him going. Um, he pretty much, he focuses on print stuff, um, it depends upon the season as well. Um, if we're getting a department store order out, then I'm telling, or trying to figure out what numbers need to go out, what stores going to, and things of that nature. Kind of, I'm learning how to delegate, so I'm like, okay, Raymond, you have this, Michael, can you do this, Calvin, can you do that? Um, then on the back end, once they're starting to get going in their groove, on my end, I'm checking emails, like admin emails, figuring out what needs to be done, um, we have a lot of as of recently we've had a lot of meetings so doing any, any admin meetings with any store anybody wants to inter- anything of that nature uh, possible partnerships and then on the days where I don't have meetings and stuff like that I'm trying to create so that we can be ahead of the game for the That's next right. season good good
1: stuff um, uh-huh. scheduling sales scheduling sales scheduling sales text marketing yeah
3: scheduling text match marketing like I said design it if I can fit it in yeah um, and then I try to wrap up sometime going back to like doing a little bit of customer service. So right, and then that's probably um, I'm leaving out probably around four thirty, four o'clock. And then if I have anything left over, like I try not to work at home. I try to spend family time, family time. But right. yeah. if it happens, you know everybody's pretty cool. Yeah. So I, I might spend like maybe another thirty forty at the house answering emails, or if I
0: get like a design right. spark, I'll do that at night. Right. <laughs> okay so you you i want to ask you really quickly too because you kind of just hit me
1: she left out man stuff too
0: i know i know <laughs> yeah. it's so much stuff and that's what i'm saying like sometimes you guys see you see the beauty you see the beauty but you don't know the the grit that it took to to make it beautiful
1: oh i say every day is different but you have an outline to your day
3: one big thing as well my manufacturers in pakistan so they're in a whole different time zone so sometimes <laughs> like one o'clock two o'clock that's their that's their time of talking so i have to stay up and I'm talking to them, one o'clock, two o'clock, in our time, in the in a.m. Oh, yeah. 1 o'clock, two o'clock in the morning? Yeah, here, here <laughs> in the United States, because that's their work time. So they'll ask Shut questions up. about, okay, how's this supposed to be? Is the lettering right? Is this right? And a lot of times I have to answer them because they're in
0: production. So right. Wow. For another day,
1: if you don't. Yeah, yeah. 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 No,
0: that's that's a, that's a big deal. So I wanna um, I wanted to ask you because you you sparked something. So you said if if you're feeling that creative spark. I know me personally. Sometimes I will hold off on doing stuff until, and two, until and two, I don't want to. Fo- I hate forcing creativity. Mm-hmm. I'm a natural. I'm a naturally creative person, but I hate forcing it. I hate having to sit and create. Like you know what I'm saying. Sometimes I have, to for- I have to do that because I have deadlines. But when are you most creative? Like, is there like a time frame? Is there? I know me personally. I am most creative early in the morning. When I say early in the morning, I mean like people still sleep like five, six in the morning like that's my i'll wake up do like you know get up get ready that's when i'm coming up with stuff in my pocket, and when i'm on an airplane or like traveling i was
3: i would say for myself it's like once my daughter's sleep so oh, okay. a lot of times it's like,
0: <laughs> like oh my gosh i gotta design
3: in my head i gotta i gotta do it now i gotta do it now so mm-hmm. like a lot of times evening but i try not i try not to do it very long like I'll, I'll write it down sometimes and then I'll do it in the morning mm-hmm. but a lot of times it is at night My, yeah. that's when I feel like I'm so the most creative a night person. yeah because yeah. okay. like I watch a tv show or whatever I'm like oh I can do that I can flip it yeah so it look like
0: that so, yeah
1: yeah what about you um I think it just kind of depends like because during the day like I have so much structure I'm doing this work doing this right. work but like a lot of times like I said I'll dm mm-hmm. myself stuff or like My notes are crazy Like I, I
0: know
1: Like <laughs> I, I have so, Photos crazy oh Videos my You goodness, got yeah. a lot of
0: stuff In that little So I have like <laughs>
1: I have does. so many So many notes I'm always putting things And now like I'm big on templates As well So like I'll have A folder just for This brand mm-hmm. And then so many notes Like on scripts And things like that right As far as like Replies and things like that mm-hmm. But I think In the middle of the night Is honestly like I try to go to bed early But in the middle of the night I always wake up Like around 1 o'clock with this idea, something wow, okay. a black room with my bright screen, sending myself something or, or yeah. something that way.
2: So,
1: <laughs> I think we all kind of get that itch at night, but yeah, okay. or the morning, like on the way to work, like a lot of stuff will kind of come fresh to me. I try not to
0: yeah.
1: be on my phone and not like do listen to any music on the way to work. I just okay, just try to think silence in silence. Yeah, silence. I'm with
0: you. So, where do you see yourself and your brand in the next five to ten years?
1: Uh, the next five to ten years, I don't see myself working in the business. I say with the next two years, like, I won't be working in the business at all. Okay. Um, I'm really, at this point, like, there's, what's the level right before scaling? Because she's scaling. I don't feel I'm scaling. Yet, well, I don't know. None it. of the problems. Yeah, so, so teach me. So, I'm, I'm in the growth stage right now. Okay. I need to exit.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So, I'm in the growth stage. Okay. like But the thing is, like, now I want to. Hire more people so that way they could get paid yeah, yeah. Um, and then more business could get done. So like a full agency model. Okay. Um, so outside of just doing social media, like we'll, we'll get the aim is to kind of find different brands that need content done. Right. And we do in-house content production, like whether it's just photos or we'll find like Ashley brought the idea of like finding influencers and stuff like that. So like if I could find black creatives and say, OK, well, this brand needs content. Here's the contract that we're going to negotiate for right. That's that's the goal that i want to have with that. Just
0: done. In the next five to ten years, where do you see yourself in your business? In every
3: major department store? Come on. Um, taking over all of, like all these Nike contracts that they have with HBCUs. I want to get all of those. People uh, <laughs> gonna get these. To <laughs> uh, that's the goal. Um, being able, kind of like what Calvin say, like. I can come to the office maybe once a month and be like, "Oh, what y'all doing?" Yeah, oh, that's cool. Like, right, that's the goal. But I really want it to be a household brand. Um, when you think of, like I said, we think of Nike, Under Armour, Adidas. I want you to look at Tones of Melon and put it right in that same esteem. Right. Yeah. Um, and then even media as well. Like, kind of turn turn Tones of Melon into like a media hub, like a revolt. so right. you can go on, you can see all things APCU. Like, we, I want to become the the recruiting for HBCUs, like, we can give you all the facts, like, I can tell you, okay, this school costs this amount of money, these are the scholarships, like, I really want to be a haven for HBCUs, I want to become, like, I want to take over their marketing department, and admissions. like, yes. I, we're the admissions, and we're the marketing, like, I think we can do a better job than all these schools around, so yeah. let us do it. Right, yeah.
0: and not only that, but we are of the people, you know, exactly. so we're young, course. like, I just, we know what it is, we know what it is that students look like, I'm not too far away from my nephew and my little cousins, like, I know some of the stuff that they like, some stuff they listen to, like, in addition to being able to still appeal to the older people because you know how to appeal to them so real quick too this image right here Ashley created this y'all so that color sheet that y'all working on she created it. so shout out to her and we are going to be in all the major department stores my last question that i have for you guys for tonight is what when everybody leaves here right everybody who's sitting here listening to you guys all the classmates in the classroom who i listen um verbally what do you want them to remember you for
3: With having
0: faith
3: okay believing in yourself and also planning it to others mm. uh, i think that's really huge like i want to, it should be to the point where you like i forgot i even did that for her like it should get to that point because that's how you know you're doing what you're supposed to do in the world and that's not the first time i heard that i, I didn't remember doing it right. I, at all so i would say uh having faith um, believing in yourself and in others, and then bringing up everybody that's with—not everybody—but <laughs>
1: everybody <can't laughs> creating come. a
3: team to, to help you. So right. I'm, I'm really big on that. But don't—I always tell my team, "I love you. Stay with me if you want to, but I want everybody that's connected to me to be able to grow
0: and do their own thing." Mm-hmm. Right. So let knowing when to let go. Right. Right. Good stuff. What you want to be remembered by when you
1: leave here? Uh, just putting on for the black culture with okay. integrity. Um, I purposely only work with black-owned businesses, so okay. that's a big thing that I, I really want to push, but I just want to put on for the black culture for integrity. Yeah, um, yeah. Know that we gave other people opportunity. Um, put your homies on, put your homies homies um, right. on. Um, if they can do the, the job correctly, everybody can't go. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody can't cannot go. go. That's, that's a hard lesson, too, but um, just put on for the black culture for integrity. Like, I really want to highlight like what dope creatives are doing.
0: Just that. All right, guys. So do you guys, do you guys have any questions for Ashley or Calvin? I had these sheets right here for you guys to write down questions, but then I realized I didn't tell you to write down questions. So. <laughs> but um, I know I had somebody say that we, we were going to have questions and stuff. So do we have any questions or anything that you guys want to ask um, either Ashley or Calvin about their business, about their brand, about anything? <laughs>
1: that poster right over there. Do me a favor. Scan that poster and download my app for free.
0: Oh, yeah. Blue <laughs> Cloud Radio. The app is there. We're going to do a full feature and everything. So, no questions. No questions. And if you guys have some and don't have them right now, just still write them on the um on the papers. I'll make sure that they get them and I'll probably do something where we can, like, answer them live or they'll be able to send in an answer something like that. But I wanted to thank you guys so much. Like, y'all know. Like, all of you guys. Everybody may not know, but, like, literally... <laughs> Literally, this this month has been very fast for me. Um, it's been moving extremely fast to the point where, like, I've been kind of like, you know, y'all ever kind of just been like, I, I, I don't know, I don't know, go watch your dad. I don't know, you know what I'm saying, like stuff like that. Like, that's how I've been like almost this, this entire month. So, um, when Dana originally reached out to me about the podcast, it's funny because Thanksgiving, we were we were here. I came here just to pull up on it, just to show her some love, like, hey, you know, let me see the new brews, woo, woo, woo. When we left here, we got to talking, and I got to telling her, like, you know, I, I, I hate that I didn't do a one-year celebration for my podcast. My podcast celebration was October 16th. It was one year, October 16th. I hate that I didn't do nothing. Um, that was the same weekend of, I want to say, homecoming. Um, and that weekend, I, I, I did the most. I went to Philly, came to Norfolk, went back to Richmond, then go back to Atlanta. I was doing a lot. And I didn't really allot that time to focus on myself. So me and Dana were talking, and she was just like, let's do it. You, you, you need to do it. And if it weren't for her, I, I can't promise you that this would have happened today. It, it, it actually, if it wasn't for her, it would not have
3: happened.
0: To All right. And, um, so I just want to shout you out and, um, and just tell you how much I appreciate you. Like I sat in her room I, I I sat in her room and I cried to her. I cried to her because I'm like, Dana, bro, I don't know. Like I don't I don't know though. Like I I wanna you know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't know how I'm gonna keep going, bro. I like I know that I'm at the cusp. Like I know people believe in me. I know what it is that I wanna do. I know my passion, I know my purpose. I'm trying to figure out when they gon when they gonna hit and like Ashley said, when is that opportunity just gonna come? Like, you know, my Aunt P she's not here right now, but she sent me a post on Instagram and was like, um you have all the quality. It's like, a little pose. you have all the qualities to be a millionaire. You just you just need your opportunity. Yeah. And like, you can hear it from everybody. I hear it from everybody. Kayla sent me this crazy text once. i had to asked her what's her her. I was like, is this you? Like, I called her like, bro, this looks weird. Like, you know, I'm, I thought somebody hacked their phone. But like, just people pouring into you, people believing into you. Deja That's always right. telling me time and time again, like, I, I'm proud of you. I love what you're doing to send a third. Like, so, Deja over here too Deja's always telling me Like you're like The funniest person I know And that means a lot Because I know you know A lot of people Like so So be up there Like you feel me Me and Kevin Hart Got the same birthday Just throwing it out there But um, <laughs> I like to tell everybody They am 50 cents So hopefully I get a, a stars, You know type of franchise But like I said Sometimes like You'll be knocking on you, you, You're you knocking on glass ceilings Like I, t- I use this reference All the time I feel like sometimes I'm in a glass box Right Where I I place exactly Where I see it I see it. I see the visions. I see it all. I see it all, but I just don't know how to get out the box. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to get out the box to to reach it, but you guys could be knocking on your door. Y'all could be on the brink, you know what I'm saying, of your opportunity and you not even know it. You just have to be patient. You have to be humble, and you have to be a servant, bro, because he's going to give it to you. So, I just wanted to say, Dana, thank you. Um, Everybody in this room, like I said, uh, to you right now, I just want to thank you. Like, she... Even when she was like, let's do it. I'm about to make some phone calls. I'm about to hit a brewery. We're, we're about to lock in and we're about to do it. And it was happening so fast that I was like, uh, you know, like, uh, nah, nah. And I didn't really have a real reason to say no. I knew I was going to be back home. I had no real reason to say no. So she pushed me. I was sitting here at the tip of that ledge like, ah, I want to do it, but I'm scared. I want to, and she pushed me. And here we are. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. I love you like I said, I want to uh, thank Ashley and Calvin. Um, me and Calvin are always doing something. Me and Calvin are always cool. Me and Ashley, uh, we, we go way back to like undergrad, but when um, Calvin got introduced to my life or when I kind of started working a lot more with Tones, you know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to the team right here, the whole Tones of Melvin team right here. We got yeah. Raven, we got Lowe, we got Calvin and the other Calvin in the house. <laughs> Calvin's gonna be performing. So he's gonna close us out with a performance and he's fire. Yeah. okay? But Calvin has helped me so much. It's been times I sent him posts and be like, bro, can you please help me? Like, I, I don't, I, I can't. He's the social media man. I get anxiety on social media too much, but I have, a, I have a page, I have a business. You know what I'm saying? So he helps me, you know what I'm saying? He gives me ideas and he even told me to give me all your podcast episodes. I'm going to put them on the app. You know what I'm saying? So it's important to have people around you that Amen. when you're doubting yourself, that Amen. they're going to push you, that they know what it is. They know your passions. They know, you know, Amen. They know what it is that you want, and they're going to push you out your comfort zones. And whatever it is that you feel like you're holding back, they're going to make you do it. You know what I'm saying? So a huge shout-out to everybody in the room. I love y'all deeply. Like I said, if y'all knew the day, if y'all knew the day I, from, the, from the time I got off the plane, dog, I'm like, huh, 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 what, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nah, really, I know y'all know, I know y'all know. And um, it's just been a lot, you know what I'm saying? And it was even to the point where I didn't even know if I was gonna do this. Like literally, like maybe like a few hours, like earlier today, I'm like, man. But I had people in town, I'm like, I can't not, not do this. No matter who show up, nobody, none of that. And then I just wanted to give a huge shout out, of course to my mom who's not here um, right now. But, and another one to my sister. So a lot of people don't know that um, this podcast started during quarantine. So it started when we were all kind of just sitting at home, stuck like Chuck, not knowing what's going on, not knowing what our purpose is, not knowing what the passion is, not knowing any of that. I was talking to my sister, a very, one of my favorite people in the entire world. Um, I was talking to my sister, right? So shout out to Nisha. Uh, shout out to Nini. But I was talking to her, and I was telling her, like, hey, yo, Nini, I want to start a podcast, right? Be mindful, y'all. This is during quarantine. This is when everybody's doing the same thing, so it seems like. Oh, everybody wanna be a barber now. <laughs> everybody wanna do nails. Everybody wanna drop a podcast. Da, 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 da. But I told Nisha, like, I wanna have a podcast of people who go through the things that you go through who other people don't understand. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes like people may look at me like, oh, she trouble, she's crazy, she off the chain, dah da da. But then also, too, there's a side of my sister that a lot of people don't don't know. Amen. You know what I'm saying? That's a deep-rooted piece to, to a lot of stuff you don't know. So it's just the education piece. And she told me on the phone. I was like, I really want to do it. Like, I want to, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I just want to do it. And she was like, okay, cool. We got off the phone. She called me back, right? She's seen a post on Facebook. Like, y'all know how ugly people can be on social media, how yeah. nasty and mean and evil. She's seen a post on, so, on, on Facebook and was just, you know, what, I saw this post on Facebook and in the comments, people were so nasty people are so mean about a situation that they knew nothing about. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or how you could just turn something into something, you know? Yep. And she was just like, you need to do the podcast. You need to do it. Because you need to educate people. You need to be the one to make sure that people understand because they'll listen. Right. And one thing my mom used to always say, and I, I didn't really believe it until until I got older, but she said, when you talk, people listen.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm
0: thinking like, when anybody talks, people listen. But that that's, that's, that's not always the thing. When you talk people listen. Like people stop, they listen. So I've had some of my friends call me like, I think this is a bit much, but you know, we aren't there yet. Like I know, I know, I know You're there. The, the, the voice, like the voice of the millennial culture. And, and I want to do that. And I want to be that. So like I said to every single one of you guys, bro, who are physically here, who have traveled to be here, whether you came up the street from seven, five, from who knows where I am beyond grateful. I'm happy. Um, I'm. I'm I'm excited to see what this next year brings for all of us, and y'all already know, like literally every step of the way, y'all coming with me. So, thank y'all. Uh, we're right. gonna wrap with with the uh, with the last activity and. Oh my god! i that All right,
2: guys. So I y'all attention real quick,
0: thank you so much. The person across from you, hold them accountable. If y'all ever see him again on Instagram, y'all follow each other, hold him accountable. We're about to go ahead and wrap up class. Class is officially this so, so, we're going to leave out with a performance from Calvin, and then we're going to rock it out until they close the door. Alright, so y'all pick up your side, bring the trash bag around. Calvin is right at a nasty man on the He's a nasty man.
4: I said, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and spit some. Go ahead, grab, him. grab the mic. actually like, I want 2 y'all. Cut the Get the
2: comment on. I want 2 y'all. going to do it, y'all. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? They say, hey.
1: <laughs> color same. That's all everybody else
2: is. She was
1: you. me. I got a front row seat. Let's I
3: What?
0: Grab your <laughs> Calvin, oh, okay.
2: it?
0: A special performance from my man, Calvin Hinton, Everybody, give it up to Calvin! Hendrix. <laughs> What are you
4: talking about? And so I just want to introduce myself you guys. Uh, My name is Calvin. (laughs) Um, I'm a guitarist from the 757. Uh, So I love the 804, but I'm going to always wreck the 757 myself. Uh, A little secret, Uh, I did not go to North State, but I worked for this wonderful company, Toes of Melody. Um, They definitely helped me out. Uh, let me come in and help out with a lot of stuff that they already had going on. So I definitely appreciate you for that, uh, connecting a lot of the dots. Uh, because of that, and because of these relationships like that, I've been seeing a lot more of stuff. So one of my thing on my um, one of my things on my index card was uh, what I wanted to leave in 2021 was not touring, and so to to do better is uh, touring. So we actually uh, I'm a part of a band called Black Hoodie. Um, and so uh, I started the band, it's actually a secondary band from uh, my band, Better By Tuesday. So uh, I was able to step out on my own in a situation like that. He trusted me. Uh, and now uh, I think I owe it to myself and to all these brands to get out there and do more stuff. So I appreciate you, appreciate Raven, cause Raven pushed me out here like that leg. <laughs> Raven, <laughs> Raven, Raven. So, so um, I'm play. <laughs> I'm gonna play a couple songs that you guys uh, probably know, and if you um, and if you like good music, yeah, just rock with me. Yeah, so, I like uh, first, I'm a, a musician by trade, so I'm gonna just do like a loop for you guys, right quick, just show you a little something. And then, oh my god! Right, you guys play now? We gonna go off of that, you. all right?
2: A little loop you <laughs>
4: is uh, Hinton underscore Calvin H-I-N-T-O-N underscore C-A-L-V-I-N and while you're on Instagram you can actually follow my band Black Hoodie it's not exactly how it's spelled it's B-L-A-C-H-O-O-D-E-E again it's (laughs) B-L-A-C-H-O-O-D-E-E
2: and
4: hopefully y'all be hearing So, anybody in here like Subsonic? Y'all been with a baby, the new album. They've been out here killing the game. Right? Yes, sir. That's exactly what we're doing.